You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites. Askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is a Amanda Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. Hope you had an absolutely amazing Valentine's Day wherever you are in this world of ours. I know for me personally, I've got spoiled rotten, lots of flowers and candy and lots of things and take it out for dinner. And, you know, it's, it's a time of love. It's a time of when we should celebrate love. And even if we aren't in love with another person, we can celebrate ourselves of just being alive and, and being proud of who we are. Anyway, so this week's another week and Valentine's Day's passed for another year. So the Simply Tarot card of the week this week is, I'm going to say an unusual card because it's one of the cards that when I used to teach a lot of tarot, people always got confused when we came to people. When we came to knights, pages, kings and queens, they always had a very puzzled stump look on their face. Now, the Knight of Pentacles is this. Any time that you see a, a knight card come out, it usually represents somebody up to the age of 25 years of age, and it is a male. Now, in my experience, when you've had children, as many of us have, you always look at your children as being children. You don't consider that because they're 40, they still come out to you as a child. So they will still come out as a knight if it's a male, and if it's a female, as a page, no matter what age they are, because they're your children. And we always tend to look at them as thinking of them as being tiny tots and, you know, people we've still got to protect, even though they're grown ups in their own right. So the Knight of Pentacles is a young man up to the age of 25 years of age. He has dark hair, dark eyes, could have olive complexion. The secondary meaning is visitors. Now, that means somebody coming to visit, you know, somebody coming in for a cup of coffee, a chat or whatever, with a message to share. Now, this day and age, you know, a lot of people tend to sort of think of visitors as things like, well, we've got a text message or an email or somebody's on a chat somewhere or in a chat room with us, but that's like a visitor. I'm a little bit old-fashioned. I like to think of somebody knocking on the door and coming in in person is when I see this card, visitors with messages to share. But it can be the secondary meaning of just some important message that's coming through, somebody that you care about, somebody that you know. It's not a random, it's something there that there's a message that's important to share with you. Okay, so moving on to the astrology section this week. It's it's always very interesting when we sort of move into the astrology section. I get lots of messages about this that people say that they really hang on every word, and that's lovely. But you've got to understand everything that we do on this show is only ever a guide. It's not something that you can go and say that is the actual gospel truth. It's my interpretation of how the planetary configurations are dancing around the zodiac this week. And somebody else might look at it and have a completely different take on 
how the planets are going to affect people. So my general rule of thumb is it feels right for you, adopt it. If it doesn't, then discard it because we all have a different way of interpreting information. And it's a little bit like Chinese whispers. You can start out with one version of it. And by the time it gets to the end of the line, the stories change completely. So, you know, any sort of psychic science can be a little bit that way too. This is my interpretation of astrology. So this week, we're happy to say that the sun has moved into Pisces. So happy birthday to all the Pisceans out there. It's one of my favourite times of the year because I always sort of think of collectively it's the end of the the, the, China, of the, the zodiac year. I was going to say the Chinese New Year. We've got nothing to do with it. The end of our zodiac year. It's the final sign. A lot of astrologers affectionately call Pisces the dustbin cycle. I really get offended when I hear that. To me, Pisces is a really ultimate sort of energy because they can collectively draw on the energies and the wisdom and the not so positive parts of the previous 11 signs and amalgamate it into their own plus add their own flavor their own adventure so the pisces energy to me is very important because it's it's mutable which means it's flexible it's very creative it can be very gentle it can also be very firm when it needs to be too so don't ever underestimate a pisces just because they seem a little bit dreamy or a little bit more on the gentle side rub them up the wrong way and you'll know about it because they have a backbone there that is far surpasses even sort of the more fixed and rigid sort of signs. So just be a little bit aware of that, but they generally are normally nice, easygoing sort of people, the people that you like to have as a friend because they're very, very genuine and really, really do care about you. So happy birthday to all the Pisces and no, I'm not a Pisces. So we have the sun, which is in Pisces at the moment, is conjunct or holding hands Saturn's. Now Saturn's the planet of discipline, of structure, of limitations, restrictions, things that that we need some sort of definite direction for. You know, we need some extra oomph in our lives. You know, sometimes we need, I like to use this word stickability. We need to stick to something a little bit more and see it through to the end. That's what Saturn brings to our lives. A lot of people affectionately call Saturn the, the father figure or the taskmaster planet. And I suppose he is a little bit like that. He sort of comes in and wields a big sick and says, yes, you're all going to behave yourselves and do as I tell you. But at the same time, what he's trying to do is teach you lessons, teach you structure, teach you that anything that's worth having in life is worth putting the effort into it that you really do have to sort of you know really make sure that you've got everything on a very solid foundation so with the sun here conjunct saturn what the sun is sort of saying is you know here i am i, I want to you know bring up some positive energy to the world at the moment. I want everybody to sort of start to feel a little bit creative, be a little bit happy. You know, sometimes go for a little bit of a trip down memory lane. Sometimes be a little bit like Peter Pan and not wanting to grow up. But then Saturn comes along and says, well, that's all well and fine for a certain period of time, but we do have to behave like a grown up because we're living in a grown up world. So yes, it's great to daydream and have fantasies and look at the, the gentler side of life or look for a creative solution, but don't forget to back it up with something that says, structure and that we're going to complete the task and we're going to move forward. So I hope that helps you understand that. That relates to all the 12 signs, particularly, yes, the water signs of Pisces, Cancer and Scorpio and the opposite sign of Virgo, but it, it filters through to all the other remaining eight signs as well of the Zodiac this week. So make sure that, you know, you get your creative hat on, but make sure there's some structure and some guidelines and some rules that go along with it. We have Venus, the planet of love and affection, is conjunct or holding hands, Mars in Aquarius. Now, Venus in Aquarius is, um, 
is an unusual way to describe Venus. Um, Venus in Aquarius dares to be different. It, it likes to look for love in in places that other people would consider the wrong place to look that you know you don't want somebody like that because they're a bit bohemian or a bit way out a bit different they think differently to us they dress differently to us and venus in aquarius thrives on that and says well just watch me you know the more you say you don't like somebody the more appealing they become to me so you need to be careful if somebody has venus in aquarius in their chart that they sometimes do choose people that are socially unacceptable to the rest of us sometimes you find people with venus in aquarius are attracted to drug addicts or murderers or people that society thinks is unacceptable sometimes it's just straight out that they they, they attract people that are like-minded souls people that dare to be a little bit different that have a, a broader view of the world and what love should be about they, they're not necessarily tied up in a little box so when you've got venus conjunct mars here yes it's definitely going to be affecting the air signs aquarius gemini and libra but it's also affecting the opposite sign of Libra. So it's asking you here that if you are starting a new relationship and you're one of those signs, make sure that you're very careful about it. Make sure that it's exactly what you want. Make sure that you're not just attracted to it because this person is boisterous and loud and sort of is showing you action and sort of making you feel important because they dare to do things that other people don't dare to do. It's nice to have somebody that has some ambition and some drive, but make sure it's for the right reasons. Yes, this will flow on to the other remaining eight signs, but it waters itself down as it goes along so my answer to this is if you are seeking love and you meet somebody special or somebody new this week make sure that you're not just blown away by the excitement of somebody that's very super strong dares to be different likes to break the law or do something that other people find socially unacceptable and that's just the main attraction make sure that there's other layers there at the reasons why you're attracted to this person and see whether or not it can stand the test of time my advice would be take it slow Yes, it's nice to meet somebody that's different and outside of what the type of person you normally attract, but make sure it's for the right reasons. Now we have Mercury, the, the planet of communication is in, in Aquarius. So Mercury in Aquarius always means that we want to think differently. We want to speak differently. We want to sort of shock people into listening to what we've got to say. And sometimes when Mercury is sitting in Aquarius like this, and this applies to all of us, sometimes we can say things without thinking. Sometimes we say things just to get someone's attention and we don't really mean it. It's like, I'll shock them into listening to me or I'll get their attention. If I say this, they'll listen to me then. So we need to make sure that if we're going to use that tactic, we're using it for the right reasons, that we're not just doing it to bring the attention back to us, that we need to be sort of looking at things and sort of saying, okay, what is the reason that I'm going to take a different route of communication to get somebody's attention? Why are they not listening to me? Are they preoccupied? Do they not think that this is a good idea? Or do they not just want to listen to what I've got to say? Now, Mercury is in Aquarius, is conjunct or holding hands, the sun that's just gone into Pisces. So the sun here is trying to sort of say to each and every one of us, there's a creative or a softer way of sort of maybe presenting this. Mercury sort of saying, I'm going to make them listen. I'll get their attention by saying bang, 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 or doing this or standing on my head or whatever that's different that's going to get their attention. Where the sun is saying, now hang on a minute, stop, look and listen. There's a more creative way that we can get our message across that maybe we'll just get a little bit more traction. We can blend the both together. Yes, we can present it in a different way or give them new information, but let's present it in a way that's palatable that we'll get more traction and we'll get further along. 
and that's probably the the object of the the situation if you if you're going to do a presentation or you need to go and talk to somebody in authority or you're looking for a new job or a pay rise or whatever don't just go in there like the bull in the china shop you know telling them that you're going to get attention because you're so different and so much better than everybody else show them how you're going to be different than everybody else show them the creative side of you of how you can bring more to the company then you do deserve that pay rise because you're thinking outside the square you've got some innovative new ideas and you've got your creative hat on and you know this is a win-win for everybody so we have saturn in pisces as i spoke about before now saturn in pisces is like the father figure it sort of wields the big stick but also gives us the discipline or the structure to be able to achieve things that we want to achieve in our lives now this next section is going to affect pisces Cancer, Scorpio, and the opposite sign of Virgo. It's also going to affect the Earth signs, which is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, and the opposite sign is Scorpio. So these are the, the most important signs that this is going to affect. For the rest of the zodiac, it will be a much more watered down effect. So we've got Saturn in, in Pisces saying that he can bring structure to our creative thinking, he can bring some stability there. He's sextiling, which sextile in, in astrology means it's a very flowing, easy sort of planet um, configuration. It means everything's in harmony, everything's going to be easy. So we've got Jupiter, the planet of luck and opportunity, is sitting in Taurus. Now, when Jupiter sitting in Taurus, it's it's safeguarding our money, our personal finances, the things that are important to us. So we've got Saturn creating the structure, the, the creativity, the, the way that we can present something or start something new. And we've got Jupiter saying, yeah, well, hang on a minute, I'll take care of the finances. But at the same time, we can expand everything out. We've got a good solid foundation underneath us. So for people that might be looking to start up a new venture or start something new, this is actually the perfect time, particularly if you're a water sign or an earth sign, not so much for the others, but there still certainly is luck there to be had. So if you're looking at new ventures, look at new creative ways that maybe you can bring Bring the structure to it that you can open up doors or open up markets that have been hidden to you before previously. Now we're going to take our first caller on the show today, which is Grace in Sydney here in Australia. How are you, Grace? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Managing okay with all the storms down there, sweetie? Yes. I see yes, a little bit of sun outside today, so it's good. Oh, wonderful. That's nice to hear. So do you have a question I can answer for you, please, Grace? Yes. Um, currently, I'm going through a divorce and custody um, battle. Mm -hmm. um, I was just wondering, um, it, it's long standing. I'm just wondering when is this going to end and basically will I get the results that I want out of the custody battle? Okay, Grace, look, it's always difficult when you're going through custody battles. I mean, technically, we're not supposed to answer legal questions, but I'm not... No bound oh, by that on this show no, that's fine so you know but that's just general rule of thumb in psychic things that we don't tamper with that health and pregnancy but what i can tell you is that i still th feel that there's a little bit of waiting time they're showing me not much action before may or june now i know that's probably on oh, god not that long you know we've we're only in February, but I, what I'm seeing no. here, the little bit longer that it takes, the better prepared or the better the result is for you. It's like your legal right. team is better prepared. It's, I want to say it's almost like they're laying a trap for him. You know, like they've thrown a few things out there. It's like going fishing. I'll throw a bit of bait in the water, a bit of burly in the water. Then we'll throw the bait in on the fishing line and see what we catch. So it's like they're deliberately trying to do that because they know, not just from what you've told them, but they know from the years of experience that a lot of the things that he's presented 
has so many holes in it. You know, it's lies. It's now a matter of trying to bring it to a point that we can tie this up in a way that you'll be happy with it, even though it's dragged on. It's interesting because I keep going to say, I don't think he wants the children. He's just doing this to hurt you. Is that a fair assessment of the situation? Sorry? I said, is that a fair assessment of the situation? To me, I don't think he wants Absolutely. You are spot on. You are spot on. He's, everything he's done to me has been in spite because um, I have exposed his abuse towards me and he had charges pressed on him. So um, he's done everything yeah. in his power now to get back at me. Yeah, but it's not going to work. I Look, I believe you're going to okay. get the result you want and probably better than what you could even hope for. I mean, you know, legal people always talk in, in, in the, the realms of, well, we can possibly expect this or this might be a good outcome. They never say definitely we're going to achieve this, that or the other. Mm. They can't because they never know, you know, particularly if it's going to go before a judge, which I felt it was. I felt it was going to go to a higher authority. I didn't. I felt it was right. going to go into a courtroom. I didn't feel it was just going to be, we're going to thrash out a, a settlement and everything's going to be okay. But by going in there, and I know it's, I appreciate it's going to cost more money, but I feel you're going to get a better result. And it's sort of like what will come down in the courtroom will be sort of set in stone. Like there will be no room for negotiation or appeals or anything like that. So you've just got to hold firm, Grace, and know that you're on the right path. You have a lot of people okay. on the other side helping you get through this. So every time you sort of feel like you can't take one more step, just take a breath and just put that next foot in front of the other and know okay. that you're on the right path. But the children well, will I, thank you for it later on. Oh, yeah, I was, ha I was having a feeling last night. I didn't know whether to change lawyers or not. Um, I was just getting a little bit frustrated, even though they did say they are trying to lay the foundation to get the best mm. result for me, even though it might take a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I, my, my, my interpretation of that is I'd stick with it because what they showed me was they okay. were trying to go, you know, they were trying to bait him. They were trying to get him to fall into some traps. So, yes, they are trying right. to put a very rock solid foundation underneath it. And look, sometimes legal things just don't move as fast as what we'd like, unfortunately. No. But keep going, Grace. You're on the right path and you're protecting your children. So I wish you well, sweetie. Thank you so much, darling. Thank you. You're very welcome. We're going to talk with Melissa now in Batesville in Arkansas. Yes. Are you there, Melissa? Yes, ma'am. Do, do you have a question I can answer for you, please, Melissa? Well, not really, honey. Uh, could I just get like a general maybe? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just always ask because we have such limited time on the show and I want to make sure we get to what you need. First thing that they're showing me, right. Melissa, is that you've got some endings, changes and transformations coming up. So have you been working really hard on getting your life in some sort of order since about last June? Yes. Yeah, good. Because they're showing me all these red ticks. They're saying she's such a good girl. Look at all the ticks she's got. She's handling everything very well. One of the changes that's coming up, are you planning on making some changes to where you're living or have you been thinking about the potential of moving? Because I've got question marks around where you're living. Um, yeah, there has been some changes to where I've kind of looked into it possibly, yes. Hmm. I don't feel it's In the right future. time to move though. Yeah, I don't think it's the right uh, time exactly. to move yet. 
you know, I'm sort of looking at at least 18 months away before we need to even come back and visit it, and that would still be a little bit premature to me. Exactly. <laughs> That's the way I felt about it. Good. Well, then I want you to follow that. There were also sort of, I keep going to feel say to you, I feel short of breath. Is that you or has it been somebody that's been close to you? Actually, I just had my best friend uh, on Saturday night had a fall off of a porch. Right. And she is now paralyzed from her shoulders oh. down and she's in surgery at this moment. Right. Well, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. So, I mean, obviously it's too soon to know whether, you know, the surgery, I mean, if she's paralyzed, she's paralyzed, isn't she? There's probably no way from coming back from that. Right. Yeah. We're talking trach and all. So you're dead on with the trouble breathing. Yeah. I, I, it was sort of, it was just, it was like I, I, I couldn't swallow and, you know, mm -hmm. it was, yeah. They just incubated her today. Good. I don't want to say that it's going to shorten a life and, 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 and I, I don't want to say that it's going to be a miracle and, you know, she's not going to be paralyzed, but I do think what they're going to find when they've done the surgery is the damage is not quite as severe as they first thought. So that's a good That's thing. what we're praying for. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's going to be so pleased to see you. <laughs> she, she is going to need a lot of help though. You know, I, I yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be an easy for road. Quite some time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so for quite some time. And I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised in a way that they came through so strongly about your friend, obviously, because that's on your mind too. But I'm trying to mm -hmm. work out how that sort of ties into you because, you know, they showed me that, yes, she's going to need help for quite some time. But they also very clearly right. showed me it wasn't your responsibility either. Do you know what I mean? Is to be a full time exactly. care situation yeah, either. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I it, think it may be related to me with like an anxiety, maybe. Uh, you know, right. to do with me at this moment. Um, yeah, right. I've, I've had a lot of loss, a lot of changes here the last three years. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, well, maybe they're also telling you to sort of be a little bit kinder to yourself and catch your own breath. You know what I mean? Like you're puffed out too from everything that's gone down. And maybe it's time to, you know, I'm not diminishing anything to do with your friend, but I'm saying maybe it's a dual message. You know, that yes, there's her, but there's also, it's a little bit of a warning to you that maybe you need to slow down a little bit, Melissa, and take care of yourself too. You know, like you're running out of breath. You're running out of puff yes, to sort of do too much more. Um, I, I, I'm always hesitant to say that this is, you know, the end of any more passings just yet, but I, I sort of feel that's what it is. It's like we've put it on pause for a while, but you can catch your breath and sort of just rebuild your energy up and start to focus on you again for a change because it's been a long time since we've been able to just focus on Melissa and Melissa to be able to go and do what you want to do when you want to do it. They're always, it seems to be all your adult life has been nothing but responsibility and taking care of people. And it's now time yes, to take care of you. Yeah, but it's time to yes. take care of you now. Is there someone special in your life, Melissa? Somebody that, you know, you're in love with? Well, yeah, there's someone new. Yes, I hadn't dated in probably 15 years. And yeah. now, you know, I've started seeing someone last eight or nine oh, months. Well, they were showing me the most beautiful, big, ginormous pink heart. 
So usually when they show me something like that, that either there's someone new coming into your life or, or love is new, you know what I mean? It's new, it's fresh, it's right. shiny, it's exciting. And, and I just sort of felt he had the heart of gold, this man. He's just, just so caring, so loving, so giving. I can't fault him in yes, any way, I think. I think he's been yeah, sent he's to you from man. above. I really do to sort of make you smile a little bit and, you know, make you sort of not so much slow down, but take a little bit better care of you, you know, do some things for you that are going to make your heart sing. And I think that's really yeah, important. Yeah. I really like him. He's he's going to be such a tower of strength to you. Not that you're going to need him to be a tower of strength, but just to know that he's there, that you've got someone to rely on, I think is such a weight yeah. off your mind. It's wonderful. Yeah. I just sort of feel that relationship's going to get a lot more serious, Melissa. Okay. So, you know, find out all talking about something a little bit more serious than just being boyfriend and girlfriend. Right, right. Yes, well, I hope so. He seems to be a good one. He is a good one, yeah, but he, he, he likes to take his time now. He's not in a rush to do anything. And I just sort of think by August, he's going to be fumbling around and tripping over his words. And what he's trying to say is, let's build a life together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of cute. He's <laughs> kind of cute yeah. because he's like a teenager, you know, asking somebody out on the first date the way he's tripping over his words and he's so well, nervous. That's funny because that's what we would say. We were like, gosh, we're just so giddy like we're teenagers again or something. You're allowed to be like teenagers again. It's not just for the young. It's for all of us, you know, yeah. to have that giddy, heady sort of feeling when you first fall in love. I think that's part of the magic of it, isn't it? I mean, we didn't have that to be yeah. boring. You know, it's yeah, plenty right. of time to be serious and be a grown-up much later on. Let's enjoy the looking into each other's eyes and getting to know each other. And he is such a lovely man. The two of you are going to have such a wonderful life together. So I hope that's helped you, Melissa. And look, I'll I'll, I'll send lots of loving prayers and everything to your friend today while the surgery's happening. That's where we're going to leave, Melissa. This week, I want to leave you with a song that has been around for a very, very long time. And I know it was a big hit in the US. It wasn't so much a big hit here in Australia, but it was a song that I somehow or another came across and was something that I went out and bought the album and enjoyed it even to this day. And it's Taylor Dane, Love Will Lead You Back. And it's a beautiful love song about letting go of somebody and hoping that they're going to, you know, after their little adventure, find their way back to you and, you know, the, the love that you shared will be even stronger. And I know in my day-to-day -day work, lots of people sort of, you know, contact me, have readings and whatever. And, you know, they're always looking for that love that got away, that, you know, is he coming back or is she coming back? And this song, I think, really epitomises that. So I want to leave you with Taylor Dane and Love Will Lead You Back. Until next week, have an absolutely fantastic week wherever you are in this world of ours. Bye for now.